Tonight's episode is very, very special to me. It's going to be with people that you see on the screen and you're trying to figure out who these people are. And I can't wait to tell you who these people are. These fabulous, amazing <laughs> people. Welcome to Naked and Persuaded Podcast with your host, Chris Black Jasper. Carol Black, uh, please say hello to my amazing podcast audience. Hello. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't adjust your screen. It is I. <laughs> so listen, hello, everybody. Hello. My name is Hosey's twin sister, Siobhan's older sister, um, um, not hold this though, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I am, <laughs> I am, uh, let's see, tell you a little bit about myself, obviously, um, I'm a mom of four, I'm a grandmother of almost five, um, I am a business owner. I'm a fashion jewelry stylist and a virtual assistant. And let's see, I love to sing. I love to sing and okay. I love to sing. I love to write poetry. I am um, wow. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm a, as they say, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I am always uh, always grinding. Um, I don't plan to stop grinding until I make my first million and then I'll just grind different. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. I enjoy, uh, I love the color purple. Movie and the color. <laughs> and, um, as you can see, I'm a lover of jewelry. I love making people smile. I am a... I am um, a giver of light. I do not function in negativity. I have to. Um, I have to make people smile. I don't. I don't care what kind of day you're having. And if you don't want to smile right then, you will think back about something I said, and you will laugh. <laughs> I remember Carol said that. Yes, that would be me. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Just a little bit. <laughs> Because I am multifaceted, but I could go on all night. Yes, people. Excuse me, Chris. Excuse yes. me, Chris. But I could go on. All night. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. These just jokes. See what I'm saying? Say what I'm saying. I told y'all, make you laugh. <laughs> Let me introduce you to our younger sister, the diva of the bunch. The diva of the bunch. Yeah, I'm saying, y'all, I'm saying, um. Oh God, she's Cardi B right now. <laughs> Good evening, people. I'm Shein. I'm Shein. Hello, and how are you, people, this evening? I am Siobhan. I am the baby of the bunch, but please believe I am the boss. Please believe it. Um, I'm a wife of almost 22 years. Next month, yay me! I am a mom of four, three boys, one girl, a grandmother of two little boys. Um, I'm a surgical tech. I work in the operating room. I'm a crafter. I love to laugh. I am like the baby clown 
at one point in life, I was the person if you were standing by yourself, I'm like, who is you? What you doing over there? Who, you know, what you got going on? Hey, you know, you can't really do people like that. Now they be acting all, but you know, I'm still the nice, fun loving person. I'm a Gemini. I will give you my last, but when you cross me, you're done. Off with your head. You know, <laughs> hearing you. <boom. clears throat> um, my sisters really are my best friends. Don't tell them I said that. Um, they've taught me so much in life. I really do love them and look up to them. They are the biggest pains in my, next to my husband and children, but I wouldn't be half of who I am without both of them. Like when you get twin clothes, like I would have a pink outfit and a blue outfit that I would steal at the time, you know, and I had a lot of different shoes because I was the baby and, and y'all want me to tell y'all something? They children, they oldest children is real Cut old her mic. Cut her like, mic now. Listen to me, naked and persuaded family. These people still owe me babysitting money and my niece and I nephew. I told you to cut her mic. I knew it was mine. I still want that. You know what I'm saying? I need that. All right. But anyway, we, back we to you. Work on that. We gonna, we gonna work on that when Carol hit her first million. What I gotta do with you? I said when Carol get her first million. I babysat <laughs> her. What? what? Okay, so tonight we have, uh, I titled this episode, Vanessa's Girls. <laughs> and I titled this episode Vanessa's Girls because we are all Vanessa's girls. Our mother, uh, mother's name is Vanessa. We all have the same mom. We have different dads. And um, not them two, they got the same daddy. That would be kind of weird. Them two got the same daddy. I'm the only one I, with a different daddy. I, Just to be clear. I think they knew that, Siobhan, because you, we're you know, some people might be confused. <laughs> I just wanted to help the people out. Carry thank, on. Thank you. Oh my God. So, so yes, it's Vanessa's girl. So these are my amazing sisters. They are, they are my, they oh are, my like Shaman said, best friends, um, uh, best enemies sometimes. And, um, but I love them and uh, I share the same sentiment as Siobhan. I wouldn't be who I was today without these amazing people. And along the way, we discovered that we had some more amazing people that we got to call siblings. So, and we'll save that for an, either another episode or possibly part two of this one. So, um, I want to start off with asking some, you know, because again, sisters, and for those yeah. of you who don't know, you're going to hear us call each other sister. That's that sister with the T added. And I think there's only one group of siblings that I've ever heard in my in my life call them them their sisters sisters, and that would be the Fruge sisters. Um, they have also called each other sisters, and I was like, that's so cool. I know them, y'all. Who them is? Who them is? They're friends of mine. Oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to the show. Okay, okay. go. Um. <clears throat> So this is, uh, <laughs> I love them. This is the Naked and Persuaded podcast. So we are all about being vulnerable and transparent and real and raw about relationships, 
um, of all types. So we get to be real raw and transparent and vulnerable about our relationships as sisters. So I mm. start with uh, you, Siobhan, and ask you, yeah. how could I have been a better sibling to you when you were growing up? How much time I got, girl? <laughs> no, no. This, like, my only issue ever has always been with Chris because she is, I think, two minutes older than Carol, if it's a, even a whole two five. minutes. Five. Oh, Y'all see what I'm saying? That's not what five. five minutes, so let's not forget that. I came out first. <clears throat> no. Moving on. <laughs> Them five raggedy minutes, y'all, them five, one, two, three, four, five raggedy minutes have always had this helper thinking she was somebody mom. Always. That has, like, when me and my sister were not friends, if we were ever, like, a time when we were not friends, it's because she thought she was my mama because she was five minutes older than Carol. Which I will honestly was five say, years older than you, though. It don't matter. You still ain't my mama. Well, then. No, you wasn't, and you ain't now. <laughs> anyway, well, right back to me answering for another show. It, back to me answering my question. Uh-huh. Yeah, she always thought she was somebody mama because she's five minutes older. But I, I love her. You know, we worked through it. I used to headbutt in her stomach a lot, more than I did Carol. Carol always been, you know, real chill at, you know what I'm saying? She always been the chill one. Chris has always been the, you know. <laughs> now, Siobhan, do you have to be ghetto all the time? Yes. yes. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So, you know. So had, could you have that would have been not thinking you was my mama all the time? But other than that, you know, you was all right. Except for my babysitting money, you still owe me and your son about 30 something years old or something. All right, like that. Carol, um, <laughs> same question. What about you? What about you? What about me? Mm. Same question. Oh, how how could you have been a better sister? Sibling, yeah, sister, sibling, well, sibling. Sibling. Yeah. Sister, sibling. Hmm. How many ways I am? Uh, <laughs> let me count the ways. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, how could you have been a better sibling? Um. Let me see. Ooh, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm glad that you had to that you had to come up with something. I think. Well, I, you know, I'm trying to be um, politically correct. Don't be. No, I'm just trying to make sure that people come back for the next show. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure I say the the right thing I want to say on this show. <laughs> How about you so, say the honest thing? How about that? Let's just go with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. So here's the honest thing. Okay. I wish. Okay. So I think you could have been a better sibling by um see all this playing around and you made me miss what I was gonna say. Um I think you could have been a little less bossy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It kind of falls in line with, with Siobhan, but I kind of dealt with it um, it differently uh-huh. in that I always felt like you were uh, you were too bossy and not so what I realized later you were just more serious you just had more serious moments uh-huh. than than I did um, but I can agree with that. Yeah, for me, I think you were just, um, for me, it just looked like it was you just being bossy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it just made, and it made, and and so because you were that way to me, it made me sometimes want to have that moment where I was like, I don't want to be a twin. I just want to be Carol and let her be Chris because then we don't have to, um, then she doesn't get to tell me how to do stuff or boss me around type of thing. Um, so, so let me ask you this. Is that why you wanted to um, a lot earlier? Like even I can, and I can remember like in high school, maybe even, no, for sure. I remember in high school when all of those times that I wanted us to dress alike and you were like, no, I don't want to dress like you. I don't, why, why can't I wear my own thing? That kind of thing. Is that one of the reasons why I remember that a lot? And I used to, I used to feel some kind of way about that. Yeah. I was like, well, that was one of the reasons. Yeah. Yes, but you know, the, to be honest, <laughs> keeping it one hundred, you still like to do that. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I do I still like to dress alike, but the better. But no. I like it too. I like it too. I just like it when it's when it's. Um, I like it more when it's um, <clears throat> when it happens naturally. Right. So our twin thing just happens naturally versus you saying, um, "Are we going to dress alike? Uh, well, where's your stuff? Oh, we should go get this type of thing." Not that you really do that more because uh, not that you really do that now, but then that's I was kind of like that for for partly that reason. But I personally think that most twins, if not all, have that have that moment where they want to be individuals for it but they all they, they have different reasons for that my reason was that i wanted to feel like i had my own say okay and so, so siobhan since you since you had your own say <coughs> you got to dress how you want to dress and did not have have to have somebody dressing the life with you did you feel some kind of way about that uh, did you wish that you had somebody to dress the like with No, because I felt like it was enough of me. Like, let's, like, be real. I don't think the world could have handled two of me. Like, I felt like I was enough for myself. (laughs) For, like... You was, like, having triplets. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't your turn to talk. I didn't go that far. No, but I really, like... 
I loved having older twin sisters and even to this day, that's how people still know me as the twins little sister or as the twins baby sister. Or if I say to somebody, you know the twins, Chris and Carol? Oh yeah, I remember when they came. Oh, they were so, ooh, them your sister? Man, I didn't know there was your sister, I used to. Yeah, so to this day, <laughs> people still know me or me saying that I'm y'all little sister is like, that's how people, some people still know me now. And y'all have not been in the area that I'm in in what? Almost 20 years, at least 10, 15 years? Mm -hmm. 10 for me. It's been a minute. It's been a good minute for me. I probably hit that 15. Yeah, so. So, so, yeah. so let me ask you this based, based on that and kind of segueing a little bit. Um, I know you all have shared already that you're you're both moms. Um, Siobhan has been married for how many years coming up? 22? 22 on the 14th of November, the Lord's will. And the creek don't rise and nothing don't slip and come untied or I don't put no pillow over his face in his sleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, y'all are just playing. I love my husband. I'm for real. <laughs> so, so we have here, um, we have Siobhan, who's been married for almost 22 years. We have Carol. Siobhan said. <laughs> 15 p.m. Siobhan said. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> I was um, taking notes uh, on the uh, podcast episode. That's what she was doing, yes. Yes, yes. so I could give Chris feedback. Right. In case anything happened. Got any with the video I meant. Who you with? You, you, <laughs> who you with? You, Siobhan. You, Siobhan. Oh. Nobody oh, okay. but you. Always <laughs> carry on, Chris. Your question. Okay. Your question um, was. So, um, Siobhan has been mar almost married for 22 years. Carol um, has her boo thing. Carol has also been married, but she is in a very committed relationship and has been for a, a while with her high school sweetheart wait no not high school sweetheart middle school middle school baby middle school middle mid, mid school okay not all of middle school like eighth grade so technically yeah, yeah. So junior high yeah junior high with, with her junior high and i am um i am a mom i have uh three boys and um who are still at home. I am divorced and I am very single right now. <sighs> very single right now, but it's okay. He's coming in Jesus name. So, amen and I say, amen and I say. So with that, and, and I don't have any grandchildren, but I, I want to know, I want to ask, um, based on how we were raised, has your parenting style changed? Um, and maybe the question was, is how was your parenting, how is your parenting style different than mommy's? So let's, let's, let's do it first. 
let's do this. Let's go off. Let's start with the percentage. If you had to go for um, 25% different, 50% different, or completely, i.e. 100%, nothing like mommy. Carol? I'm gonna be, I, I'm okay. gonna say I'm about 50. I'm gonna say I'm about 50% Vanessa in my parenting as far as the on your arch about what you're supposed to be doing school-wise about trying to make sure you make or make better decisions. Um, <clears throat> that part I am completely different I am much more touchy-feely than our mom was with us. Because mm -hmm. everything, even though she said it as a joke and we kissed our mom, she was like, ooh, Jaren, stop kissing me. Why are you kissing? You know, it was a joke for her, but she wasn't a very touchy-feely, huggy, kissy. She told us she loved us, but she wasn't a touchy-feely, huggy, kissy mom. Right. So I can say that I found myself, especially with my daughter, who is the baby, I can definitely say I have found myself more, even though I tell her, oh girl, get off me while you on me, I still find myself more letting her hug on me and lay up under me. And even my oldest son is 21 and he'll still try to hug on me and kiss on me. I'm like, boy, you don't get your grown off of me. So I can, in that aspect, I see that I'm more um, like huggy kissy mommy part of it but that on your arse bust you upside your head with something stand in a chair don't think because you taller than me i won't still bust you up i'll stand in a chair and kick your butt if i got to i'm that mom yeah i'm her about <laughs> <laughs> you carol <laughs> i was but with my yeah i know i'm sorry y'all don't call dcf they grown now can't do nothing about it <laughs> i wouldn't care they can still try me. They can get these hands. They can try Jesus. Please don't try don't me. Don't try me. Because I fight. <laughs> what you got, Carol? And I will. Um, uh, let me see. I would say I'm probably um 25% Vanessa. Uh because there are there are more things about her that I try not to be um, then then I try to be like I do incorporate her love of cooking I do incorporate her her caring for others and you know sometimes to a fault putting others before me um, but there are a lot of aspects about her that that um, that I know I'm not going to be um, so um, not to, you know, that was her journey, but I also know that because of what what we what we endured because of the journey that she decided to take, there were some things that that we that we had to deal with that we could have done without, you know, the the absence, the the um the separation, the um uh the you know the 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 missing that that the the unit that we could have should have had you know in 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 understanding what a family dynamic was um so a lot of that 
because of those things. That's why I said that's that's a because it played and it was such a large part. So I say like I I've incorporated twenty five percent of who she is, and there are a lot of things that um, the other seventy five is um, the stuff that I don't want to keep of her, like you know her love of things, and collecting, and having Trey. things. Like I don't want to um, hoarder. Our mama was a hoarder. Yeah, she she was. I'm, yeah, you know, she was a hoarder. It, it was so I I would probably say for golly, um, <clears throat> those are interesting interesting points because yeah, I I do still have you know have the love of cooking because of mommy and our and our grandmother and I am also like Siobhan was saying, let you know I'm I'm not that mama. I don't play those. Kinds. I ain't your friend. Yeah, I don't play with kids. We did. We did get. We did get crazy van. We did have our mom, and she did let us know the benefits of that one. That one time when you thought your mama was crazy, she did give us the benefit of how that actually works, and it does work. <laughs> yeah, it does work. It does work like that. And I know. And I. I know. We all know that it works. I, I remember. I. I. I bucked up against the system one day and. And you did. Poor little tink tink. That's what me and Siobhan was saying. <laughs> and so, he wasn't even around yeah, me. And, and, and I was pregnant at the time with, with my first son and thought I was good and grown. And I I bucked up and got in her face like, what you gonna do? And she did it. <laughs> <laughs> and and she did it, and so yeah, and, 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 that, and that that never, yeah, I, I never asked that question again. And um, but yeah, there are some aspects that I I definitely did take away from her. But then there are some that I that and and it's funny that you say that, Siobhan, about the huggy kissy stuff because I can I have found myself. Even with my younger ones, my youngest one is nine, my middle son is 13. And, you know, they, I've always been when they were younger, huggy, kissy, you know, we gonna play, whatever. My my ex, their dad, um, wasn't, and I think I was more wanna be around them, hug them, give them all this love, this, that, and the other, because of how we were raised and she wasn't really touchy-feely, kissy kind of thing. But he wasn't having it. It was like, no, like, no. They let them go there, let them let them do over this one. I'm like, but they're my kids, blah, blah, blah. But, um, but even now, I'm just kind of like, uh, okay, all, all right, you just hug me. Like, <laughs> like those kind of things, but yeah you know what else something that we all got from her that we didn't none of us mentioned siobhan kind of mentioned it when she was describing herself but i think because we all have this we don't realize it really came from her every single one of us are creative like we are when we want to like we have like a, a really awesome diy gift when it comes to just creating something and putting something together now mommy could do that you know, you know her crocheting her um her you remember know remember them little taking... clowns and little people she used to make with the crochet oh, yeah. I miss and them. she I didn't do and you know she didn't do no that pattern. from a pattern she just did it she was so she was creative in that way and so we um 
you know, so I think that's something that we all got from her is that ability to create whatever, whatever it is we're creating, whether it's, um, you know, a jewelry stand, um, a, 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 a tray, um, a, um, a, what is it, a pin holder, a hookah, hookah holder thing, Siobhan? Yes, um, Chris, Chris putting up light fixtures and creating something, you know, that somebody else did and like can can recreate that same thing on her own. So I think that's something cool that we that we all got. And, from I, her. and I think it's good that that we have that because I know like she she developed that to a to a certain extent, but I think all of us have taken it way beyond like to the next level. You know, business-wise, we all are entre entrepreneurs. We all have our own businesses. I know, Siobhan, you talked about you being a surgical tech, but Siobhan, you, you have your own business. And then not not just your own DIY thing you got going on um, with um, Vanessa Designs. Y'all can find her on Instagram at... Uh, go ahead and give us the name, Siobhan. It's Vanessa Designs. I do... Um, custom trays, t-shirts, anything you like, you hook me up. I can put your picture on it. I can have, you know, burning good off yourself with just CBDs. I don't provide you nothing, just, you know, just a tray to hold it on. And what's your Instagram name again? Can you spell that out? V-A-N-E-S-T, Van S Designs with the Z. And that Van S is a combination of Vanessa and Ernest, which are my parents, the creators of all of this fabulousness. <laughs> but yeah, I make custom um rolling trays, sets, um, and that's what I do. And it's and you know, and I you know, I try to do a bunch of different stuff. <clears throat> yeah. And so and so having that, so y'all can y'all uh y'all should go check out her trays, go to her Instagram, check out her trays, you'll find some amazing, amazing stuff. Um, Carol also do custom work, and just then, let me know. Before, before I talk about uh Carol. Um, Siobhan and, and her husband, Siobhan, you and your husband, because um, I am talking to you, you and your husband also have a business and like a booming um, barbecue business and y'all are like the talk of Gainesville, Florida and um, Mac, Daddy, Mac Daddy Ribs, I want to make sure I get Mac Daddy BBQ, check us out, everybody in the streets knows him as the rib man in Gainesville, y'all know him. Um, come get them, fall off the bone, ribs, the sauce better than the meat, make you want to slap your mama, grandma, and auntie. I'm trying to tell you. Come holler at my right. husband. For real, for real. And that they also have, y'all also on Instagram, right? Or Facebook? No, he is just on Facebook. Okay. Mac Daddy, um, BBQ, and Catering. Okay, M-A-C-D-A-C. -C. Yeah, M-A-C-D-A. Yes. D -A Mac Daddy. <laughs> Stop talking, Chris. What you, you drinking, do? Carol? What you got? What she got? I don't know. Mad Daddy BBQ. Okay. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Now let's go on over to this other fly deep over there. That so um, talking about the entrepreneurship. Um, so Siobhan has all that she has going on. Carol also, she already talked about earlier that she has um, the um, virtual assistant business, but she also has Black Phoenix fashions which is also created creative fashion design and she has that going on and i know carol is on instagram and facebook she goes live on facebook she has those uh tuesday what's it called tuesday 
Tip, Tip Tuesdays, Tuesdays with Black Phoenix. Yes. And so how can they find you on Instagram and Facebook? Um, on Instagram and Facebook, um, you can find me under Black Phoenix Fashions, um, spelled just as it regularly is in the dictionary, Black Phoenix Fashions, um, on both Instagram as well as Facebook. Um, I do, um, and soon you will be able to um, find my web store, bphoenixgallery.com. Yes which is where you will find all of my on-hand inventory. Um, you can also, you know, you, I do have my website that has my uh, corporate pieces, but my on-hand inventory will be available to you via my web store. Um, and these are pieces that you may not see live or that are no longer on the corporate website. Um, but you'll be able to see that soon. So please look me up. Um, I encourage you to get in my VIP page. That's where you get a chance to see exclusive looks before they get you to the public. Um, so you, I do, oh, sorry, go ahead. Huh? Oh, I do give my um, VIP an opportunity to get first dibs on new inventory that, um, that so comes in. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, come check me out. If you are looking for, um, you know, how to enhance your, your wardrobe, look me up because I am not a jewelry consultant. I am a fashion jewelry stylist. That is what I do. Okay, um, honey, you gotta I get that money to start. Um, okay. I style people. That's what I love. That's, that's what, what I enjoy. Do. And that's making okay. people, piece of crazy, making people smile and um, just, Helping you all turn um, turn whatever's in your closet into a brand new look. So yeah, look me up. Thanks, well, sister. I let my girl. I mean, sister. <laughs> I let my girl. You know. So so we have the the creativity from from mommy. And for those of you who are are watching um, on YouTube or listening to the podcast on all of the podcast uh, stations. Uh, whichever one is your favorite, we are there. And uh, hey, how y'all doing? So I am a podcaster. I am a co-CEO of New Wine Skins Promotions. We are a, a concert promotion event planning business. Um, of course, I'm a mom. I also um, am a motivational speaker. I stream. I act as well i've been on i've been i've had evangelist i've had the opportunity to be on stages i've had the opportunity to co-write and co-direct and um see y'all y'all heard that co-direct that means she's still bossy oh i'm still bossy i'm still bossy carry I, I, on yeah i'm okay with that but but here's the thing with that i i am more okay behind the scenes as I am in front of the scenes. So I'm good either way. I, I'm okay either way. I don't have to be bossy all the time. I don't have to take the lead all the time. But I have I have all You just have to make her think she did. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. I heard it. It's girl. recorded, girl. We got witnesses. Hush. What I'm saying is that um I'm still very much the person that if if I see a need that needs to be met and I'm able to meet it, I don't do well 
sitting around waiting for someone else to do it. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And, you know, but I'm more. I'm bossy. I'm, I'm the one controlling. I'm more controlling. I'm the one who makes it. I'm more controlled now so that I can let my no be no and my yes be yes. True. I, I wasn't always controlled with who, Carol? Control. So let me go go back a little bit. We talked about how, um, well, Carol, you kind of mm -hmm. touched on and mentioned it about the separation when we were talking about parenting style and stuff like that. And so what Carol was referencing was that our mom um, made some unwise Wrong choices um, in her in her life, and that caused no. her to have to be no, dumb, 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 girl. All right, all right. Um, that caused her to to wind up being separated from us um, for <laughs> quite a while. And that also meant that we had to be raised separately for quite a while. And um, we that that unfortunately has been a battle of contention sometimes between my my sisters and I. Uh, like not today. Not not today. We are so much better today. But there, there were times when we we weren't cool with that. We we weren't cool with that. So, but we did have opportunities to come together when we had to go visit my mom when she was off to, I don't I don't know what they call like, was it even a halfway camp? I don't know. I don't know. But there was I don't think it was a halfway. I think it was like a a, a work work camp work type thing type thing. So. So we were able to, yeah, we were we were all pretty young, but we were able to go off and it was almost like a summer camp, but we were able to go and spend time with her, you know, for like a weekend or something like that. And then we wind up going back. I love Siobhan. And then we wind up having to go. Yes, I do too. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, and so, that's what we wind up having to do. So that's what Carol was referencing. And so with that being said, with us having to have been separated and stuff like that, um, we had, um, I wanna know what you all think. How do you think our relationship would have been different if we had been able to grow up together? Oh, well, we probably would have went through a longer period of not liking each other because we had to be around each other so often. You know, absence make the heart grow fonder. So I'm going to look at it as a blessing in disguise and say that our closeness now is in part due to the fact that we were separated. Um, and so we are doing a lot of catching up and bonding. Um, be and yeah, that kind of thing. That's what I'm gonna say. The quick short answer, cause, cause, yeah, the quick short answer. Javon, <clears throat> you you in debate? <laughs> so let baby sis tell y'all a little something about this little separation thing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't like it at all. I've always like 100% honest, and not just because they're twins, but I've always felt like. Chris and Carol have had a 
different bond than Chris Carroll and Siobhan. Not just the fact that they're five years older than me, but the fact that we spent almost 10 years apart from each other with just summer visits, phone calls, maybe letters. So they have 10 years of stuff that they can talk about and have a full ha ha he he get down and I'm sitting there like the third wheel. You know, like they I can come in on some of it, but uh, they have a good 10 year gap, if not more of a bond that I can never, that I'll never be able to, to have. That I'll, that no matter how close we are now, I'll still never have that same connection. Now, do I think we the bomb now? Yeah, that we have from the time they, we all got together. I think maybe y'all were in the ninth grade when y'all came to Florida. Um, so I was what, maybe eighth grade, sixth, seventh grade, something like that. So like from that time, we've always had a bond, but we've also had our big sister, you ain't my mama, tell me you know what to do. Huh? You were in the fourth grade, five years younger. In the fourth grade, girl. <laughs> okay, still, fourth grade, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they still have that that gap of time together that I'll never have with them. Yes, we have times that we'll always share together from them, but it's still a gap of time that they have together that I wasn't there. Yes, I had like people around me, but like, even though we're half sisters, this they are all that I have until the last, two years, but they are all that I've always had. So I still have that, um, like I said, that gap of time where um, that I don't, um, that I don't have with them. So I kind of, sometimes it was, I'm okay with it more now, I'll say. When I was younger, it did bother me a lot. Like I always used to why? And it, that that's a, that's a really a whole nother show because I can really get deep in all of that. So that's really a whole nother show. Just don't worry, there'll be another show because we also want to make sure that we share with the, the podcast family about our amazing journeys to find our dad. That was that's a crazy story. That's that's one for the book. All on the same same day. Was it the same day? Same I day. think y'all had that first phone call on the same day. On okay. the same day. But yeah, but yeah. that's a whole other. That separation thing, I could go like real deep into that, but I'll just leave it at that and say, um, yeah, for us, we have a, like, just like I said, those years that they'll have secrets and stories and kiki keys. And it's not just because they're twins, because of course they'll have like they have almost two sets of secrets or two sets of stories that I'll never be a part of. You know, like they have their Wonder Twin Power Activate. Like that's, I'll never be a part of that. That's not, you know, there's nothing that I could do about that. They're twins. But then they also have 
that gap of these are my big sisters and we weren't together. Like I didn't have them to protect me, to be there for me to, and it was nothing that they did. It was just the situation. Okay, I'm finna get too deep and I'm finna stop. Go, bye, go on now. Okay. Go, I'm finna so, get deep now. Yeah, that's, that's okay. So I'm gonna ask y'all uh, a couple of questions and then I'm gonna, uh, in this because um, we we need to have another show because there's so much to our our sisterhood that yeah there's some real gangster shit that went on down to chill yeah yeah pretty deep <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's see uh, I'm gonna start with Carol what is your greatest fear in life. Carol? I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, I'm saying acknowledge it or something or say, mm, oh, oh, I'm thinking, oh, I forgot. You can't see us unless we talk. Um, um, hmm. Hmm. um, ooh, I got my mine life off the top of my head right now, Carol. You can think some more. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. And, it, and it's a, it's a kind of deep one because at one point, and it's not my greatest fear, it's just a big fear. At one point, I can honestly say that me, myself and my mother did not have a good relationship and every mother-daughter goes to that, but we did not have a good mother-daughter relationship. And I, I kind of like, I didn't really, whatever happened, what happened? If I talked to her, I talked to her. If I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was cool with it. And I almost kind of have that relationship with my youngest son that we are, you know, he's never rude or disrespectful, never talks to me, you know, out of the way, but we don't have like any kind of bond, like any kind of connection. Like you would not think that I carried this child within me for nine months. Um, so that's, that fear that that's something that I never wanted to have, to ever have one of my kids feel for me the way I have felt, to be honest about my own mother at times as if I talk to her, I talk to her, if I don't, I don't, if you know what I'm saying, it, it's whatever, you know, and, and, and I kind of feel like, unfortunately, I'm in that spot with my youngest son yes we're i can say we communicate a little bit more now because he has a child um but we still don't like we don't talk like i talk with my oldest son we don't talk like i talk with my middle son me and my youngest son don't talk like i talk with my daughter so that fear or i'll say even the biggest regret and it's not too late to change it, but I'll say that that's the, my biggest fear. That was one of my biggest fears of ever having one of my children have that mm, really not care attitude towards their mother. Cause at one point I can say, I felt like that about mine. If that makes sense. That makes mm -hmm. sense. What about you, Carol? Um, probably my biggest thing is maybe my biggest fear is, uh, or my fear is, um, not completing, you know, the work I set out to do. I just 
you know, want to make sure that my 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 life meant something, the work I do or did or, you know, the impact I, I make um, means something. So, um, you know, people always say give people their flowers while they're here. So I want, you know, my fear is that I won't do enough to see the fruits of my labor while I'm here. Um, mm. So that's, mm. that's, that's a fear for, for me that I will get, um, that I will not finish the work in order to see um, the fruition of that work, whether it be my children, whether it be the work I do, uh, whether it be the, the lives I, I touch, I want to see that, I would like to see the difference that that has made before my, 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 um, before this lifetime for me ends. There will be another um, as it has before now, but I would like to see here and now in this lifetime, I would like to see the work I do um, making an impact. I, I, I want to see the impact. I hope I see the impact. I mean, I've, I've, you know what? I, and I've, I've listened to people and I've heard people say, you know, hey, I look up to you, you inspire me and things like that. So I do hear that. Um, and I and I definitely appreciate that. So I know in some aspect, yes, there are, I have, I have gotten an opportunity to see some things or hear about some things. Um, but I know that there is more work, there's more grind that I'm doing um that I want to make sure that it is it makes an impact uh not just not just to do something for now I want to make sure that it leaves something you know new you know co-founding new alpha lambda I know that that will go on long after I am gone that's right. That will go on long after I'm gone, but I want to see. My, I'm sorry, let me interrupt you for a second, Carol. Tell our viewers and listeners what that is and, and how, and tell us what part you played in that. So New Alpha Lambda was um, founded on the campus of University of Florida in Gainesville in 2003 by myself and nine other women who all, um, some of us went to church together, some of us did not. We just kind of knew somehow we were connected with each other. Um, and we started that because we all wanted to be a part of a sorority, but we didn't, at that particular time, there was so much stigma about being a part of a sorority and, um, you know, stereotypical things that people would say was going on. And so we just felt like, doing that was going to compromise how, where we were spiritually. So we decided um, with a lot of prayer, of course, and guidance from, from, from God um, to start a, uh, a Christian service organization. Um, and we wanted to use, uh, we wanted to still follow some of what, um, some of the Greek lettering. So we called the, we came up with new Alpha Lambda, the new beginning of the Lamb. Um, so that's what we started as the Christian service organization. We've, you know, we still have sisters on campus, um, since 2003, we are, oh my gosh, we started out with, uh, those of us in, um, 
the first chapter was Eve, which is my chapter. Um, and we have 14 chapters now, I think. And we are over, let me see, since 2003, we just celebrated uh, 17 years. Um, is it 2003? Yeah. That's 17, Eight. Clown. No, I'm trying to make sure it was 2003. <laughs> I think it was, yes, it was 2003. Jesus. Yes, it was 0803. I mean, 0808-03. So we've been in, we just celebrated 17 years. We have probably close to 300 members um, all over the world. And um, so we have that, we have that sisterhood. We have that bond. We talk to each other. We encourage each other. We still, to this day, um, you know, have moments with each other. We have, um, it's just a beautiful thing. It, you know, that's something, like I said, I know that's gonna be here forever. My sisters and their their families, um, you know, some of them I've seen, I've seen them have families. I've seen them get married um, and, you know, get businesses of their own. So that's something I, I know is going to be there, but that is something that was done as a collective. I'm talking about the stuff that I'm doing as an individual that I wanna make sure is also making an impact. I want, you know, I want Black Phoenix to have made an impact, the umbrella of Black Phoenix to make an impact so that people understand what it is and that maybe there is something, some aspect of it that is supposed to come to fruition that maybe is for my children to, um, or my children's children to carry on. But I wanna make sure that that foundation is, is there for them. Yes, okay. It's important. A long-winded, because I know it's, it's getting late. Sorry about that, yeah. It's, so it's definitely important, and what I'm hearing both of y'all saying is that you're you're leaving legacies for your children, and that's and that is your greatest fear to to not leave something for them to hold on to, whether that be their relationship with you, whether that be your the work ethic, um, whether that be um, something. Some, something. Because I we like be honest, what we weren't left anything. I want to be able to leave something for my kids. We weren't left anything. We we were not, you know what I mean? We were not left anything. And a lot of what we what we were imparted with, we literally had to figure out that it was imparted out of out of necessity. Like we didn't know we had those things until we had to have those things. So that we didn't, yeah. we didn't always know that we were creative like that we didn't always know that we had that that creative thing in us to just be able to do all all that kind of stuff because you know we didn't grow up knowing how to balance a checkbook and all you know all those things about how to do finances and and we didn't i mean at the end of the day i saw i saw like i saw we always saw stuff being taken care of but we never knew how it was being taken care of we, I never saw that. So, you know, we had to learn some of those lessons late. So for me, my, my biggest fear is a combination of what you both said. This, my relationships with my children, you already, you guys already know what that's like with my oldest. And, you know, I'm just like, you know, Lord, you got that one. Cause I don't know what else to do and don't know whatever ways to reach out. And, you know, we still have, a connection-ish, 
Um, but I'll always have my door open and arms open and ears open whenever he's ready. Um, but yeah, just being able to make sure that my relationship with my children um, means something and what if I'm giving them business-wise um, means something. Work ethic means something. You know, Siobhan, y'all doing y'all thing um, with the trays and with the barbecue and the, you you still doing a nine to five. Carol, you you still got the entrepreneurial spirit with you and you've had that even when you were doing nine to five. So for them to be able to see see that, that, that definitely means something for me. So I, I segue to ask you what is the one lesson that you hope your children learn from you? Carol? Hmm. Oh, goof. There is, just like I tell the two of you, I, I, the one lesson I have for my children, everything I am, they are. Every bit of strength I have, they have. Every bit of fortitude, determination, fighter, that's in me they have because if 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 i was able to do it then it that means it was a part of it was a part of who i am that means and that's a part of who they are now when when and if and how they tap into it that's part of their journey but they have it that so that's the one lesson that i want them to always know that um there is nothing you cannot do if you if you want to do it there is absolutely nothing that you can't do there is nothing that you can't overcome there is nothing too um shameful that you can't um that you can't get over and forgive yourself for and um um there is nothing too hurtful that you can't um heal from so that's what I want. That's what I. I know Girl, that was like. A, in my that, that was good. That was that was real good. Girl, that was a lot. That was a lot of lessons. But it's all in all, it's it, all just, in it boils down to it. Boils it boils down to everything. I am. They are. Mm-hmm. What you got, Siobhan? What's the one lesson that you hope your children learn from you? Ooh, girl, that was in my spirit. Hold on. Ooh. That was good. Ooh. That was good. It was good. Um, um, really to, to, to never give up. I have learned, um, and it's corny and you hear it, but it's true. Delay does not mean denied, period. Yeah. Delayed does not mean denied. If you... 25 and you just starting your dream if you 45 and you just starting your dream if you 25 and you buying your house if you 45 or you 50 and you buying your house delayed don't mean denied everybody is not gonna be on the same time line just because you didn't get a house or get married by you by the time you turn 25 like everybody else oh you wrong it everybody's timeline is different everybody's timeline is different and at my age of 44 years old i have finally like i can honestly say i have finally realized that delay does not mean denied it it ain't happened 
it's a lot of stuff that ain't happened when I wanted it to. It kind of still happened and it's kind of still happening, but it delayed doesn't mean denied. Period. Yeah. It, it's lame, but it, just because it ain't happened when you ain't want to, when you wanted it to, don't mean it still can't happen. That's true. That's true. Um, I think Kids, that's me, why I am a strong black queen. Black queen. Ah! <laughs> I think for me, the, the one lesson, um, the one lesson I hope my children learn from me is, yeah, like Siobhan said, don't don't give up. And and I got a combo off Carol. If it's in me, it's in you. And so I want them to see things we didn't see. We didn't, and it's crazy. We didn't see mommy and daddy, or well, we call mommy and daddy for those of you watching and listening. We also say mommy and daddy when we're talking about our grandparents. Um, but we didn't see them owning, I mean, working in the restaurant that they own. We only later discovered that they actually had a restaurant. We were much older but they were the owners of a restaurant, a popular one. And I think I knew that. You didn't know that? I don't think so. Well, you know now. And so- I but think, we, I, I don't remember. I don't think I do. Well, even if you didn't see that, you at least knew when they did the dinners for their, for their club. I knew that. They were still being entrepreneurs. And so we, I guess we did kind of see some of that. Yeah, I guess we did kind of see some of that now that I think about it. Um, so for my kids being able to see, you know what? It's all more than me. You can, we, another show, Siobhan, it's gonna happen. Um, that, that you can, if you, if you dream it, you can, you can do it. If you work hard for it. And um, I love that we are all able to share, have, we're all able to share that with our kids when they were younger. I have the youngest children of all three of us. And, um, but I don't have grown any grandchildren. Grown and gone. All mine are grown and gone. Whatever. Grown and gone. <laughs> Whatever. My baby's 16, honey. She almost. And see, it's a difference with grandchildren, honey. You get them when you want them. Okay? <laughs> you got to keep yours. I get mine when I want them. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh -oh. Next question, please. You ain't gotta rub it in. I I like being a mama still. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. You listen, you still gotta cook for your children. All I gotta do is buy the groceries and keep the lights on. Talk to me. Hey. Uh, I'm working on that though. I'm working on that. <laughs> so um oh, I, I want oh. to um transition to my last question and we are out and this is this is probably the meat of the meat of the meat and oh it ducky now so take a deep breath um really give, give some good thoughts to your answer and um i'm gonna say to uh my beautiful beautiful sisters that i love y'all so 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 much and I'm so grateful that you all um, are here 
Why are you saying that before you ask the question? What, yeah, what's, she trying to uh -uh. set us up for the okie doke, Carol. Uh -uh. No, no, no. You won't get me, sucker. <laughs> no, seriously, it's not that bad. Um, it's only bad if you want it to be. Think positive, okay? Mm-hmm. Girl, you almost made me give you. I think I positively, positively am not going to answer. How about that? <laughs> She's so silly. Okay, so seriously, you ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna have uh, you answer first, Siobhan. If mommy stopped by, oh sweet baby Jesus, in your in your dreams, and asked you one question, just one. What do you think she would ask? Why? No, 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 no. I take that back. I take that back. She gonna ask what happened to us. What happened to my baby? Cause at one point, let me tell you something. I was her chocolate drop honey. I was her everything. Yeah, it was two of them, but baby, when them jokers left the house, I was Let me tell you, honey. It's okay? True. It's true. And then it's, you know, they was past things and then some things came to light. And then I was just like, oh, I don't like her no more. So she would probably, because when she left here, I can honestly say we never, both of myself and my mother being stubborn Gemini's, Neither of us were ever woman enough to come to the other and say, Heffa, what's wrong with you? Why you got your butt on your shoulders? Why you acting all crabby? What you doing like that? So none of, you know, neither one of us were woman enough to come to each other and have that conversation. So I'm sure if she could come to me and ask me anything, she would probably ask me what happened. Cause it was a time when like I would get up on a Saturday morning, like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. I would call my mama, Ma, you sleep? Girl, what's wrong? Nothing, I just wanted to wake you up. Okay, love you, bye. And hang up, that's all I wanted. She'll do the same thing to me. It was mm -hmm. fun, we would laugh, talk. Then, you know, my attitude and some things changed so we did not have the bond that we had when she left here. So I would assume that she would ask me what happened because before she left, neither one of us were woman enough to come to the other and ask or, or figure it out and work it out. That's good. That's good. Carol? Yeah. See, I told you, think positive. She, um, she did come to me Ooh, and she, girl, and she asked saying? me, she clearly asked me. She said, um, "What the hell wrong with Siobhan? <laughs> no, you're so silly." She she asked me and she answered me in a way, but that's a whole nother story. So so she came to me, um, and she was asking the questions, but it was it was like I was saying it, but it was her voice, but I could still see her, but it was kind of confusing. Anyway, she basically said, are you ready? And and I said, ready for what? And she said, um, to take over. And I, 
didn't understand, but actually, I'm sorry. She said to take the lead is what she said. That's the words that she used. Um, and I didn't understand. Let me take that back. Take that back because I'm saying it wrong. Um, mommy said, because I remember telling this to Dennis. Mommy said, are you ready? And I said, ready for what? Mommy said to take your place. Those are the exact words. Scout's honor. That's what mommy said to me. And I didn't know what she meant because it was super confusing because it was like me talking, but it was her talking, but she was asking and answering at the same time out of me with her, it, it was so confusing, but it was, I, I saw it clearly. And I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't understand. And I was praying and I was meditating and I was like, what is she talking about? Take what place? Um, and so I understood later what she meant, but that, but that was, that was her question. And she hasn't come to me again since. She asked what she had to ask. She answered it. So that basically, she answered it for me. So it was kind of like, what do what you, you mean? The answer, right? I, I just told you what the answer was. I asked you the question, and I gave you the answer. Um, bye. And that was, and that was that. So whatever that, um, you know, that's what she asked. So that was her question. So I can't, I don't have to imagine it. She, she asked me. I would, I would say, um, that gummit, I almost got through this whole thing. <laughs> um, oh, I ain't doing If that. I ain't cry, you better not cry. Oh, Siobhan, we saw you wiping your tears. Shut up. Girl, that was my mascara. Don't try me, boo. I'm a gay. <laughs> <laughs> try me. Try Jesus. Well, I, I would say I'm the only G up in here. Y'all ain't got it. Girl, whatever, girl. I ain't cry. You almost made me call you a name. Anyway, I would I would say, because it's funny because just hearing you say that, Carol, I got in my feelings. Cause of course, I'm the oldest of the three. And I'm like, how she you mean? How she what you mean? <laughs> I saw that <laughs> neck action, Chris. <laughs> Like, and so, and so I'm listening to you, but I'm processing my question to my, to myself. And when I, when I, as I was processing, I was thinking about what she would ask me. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe she would ask me, are you okay? I believe she would ask me, are you okay? And mm -hmm. so to hear you say that she was saying you had to take the lead, I I I can see that because when, because when mommy passed and then Mama May passed, our grandmother, and right after we buried her, then I'm I'm getting separated and then divorcing and, and single mother and all, all that kind of stuff that was going on, mm -hmm. I could not have taken the lead. I could not have taken the lead. Because <gasps> at that time, I was- You just said it! I was not- Did y'all hear, did y'all- Listen, podcast listeners, 
Did you just hear what we just heard? I ain't hear. Say it again. What you had said? She's so stupid. No, I anyway, Siobhan. No, I was saying. I, wow. I, I know now that I could not have taken the lead then. Because A, when all of that was going on with mommy and mama May, I didn't know that I was going to be separated a month later after that. Mm -hmm. And so all of the stuff that you did, Carol, to with the arrangements, I mean, yeah, we all did a lot of stuff together. We made decisions together. But I know you took a large part of that because you were there. And mm -hmm. neither one of us, Siobhan or I, we couldn't. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I wouldn't have did it, period. Well, Siobhan wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Siobhan wouldn't have done it. But I, I could not have done it. So obviously, Mommy knew something that I did not know at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, if I've never said it, I'm so grateful that you took me and that you, and that you, you, that you were able to, because that you were in a position that you were able to. And I think in part, a lot of the things that you mentally go through strengthen you to be able to do the things that you did at the time that you did them because Siobhan was not in a position to do it um, mentally. I was not in a position to do it emotionally or maybe vice versa but for, for us. So I'm grateful that you were able to take that lead on because I, I see now that I couldn't. So I think if she, if she came back in my, in my dreams to ask me anything, she would ask me, especially with everything that has gone on since then with the boy's dad dying and all that kind of stuff, she would ask me, am I okay? I think that's what she would ask me, am I okay? Okay, so check this out. Since I'm the closest one that looks closer to your mammy, is you all right? Is you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I just want to punch her sometimes. I really do. But, but I, I like a love punch. I want a headbutt her. <laughs> Girl, all this forehead, you don't want none of this. Girl, you see all this forehead, you don't want none. Girl, you don't want none. You so dumb. This ain't what you want. But anywho, <laughs> I want to thank you both for this amazing time. I know we're going to do this again because there's a lot of things we still didn't really get to touch on. And I hope that you all will make I ain't talking it because I really feel like um, our viewers and listeners of Make It and Persuaded are going to want to hear more um, from you amazing people. And everybody, um, if you haven't, if you didn't write it down, rewind the podcast, rewind the video on YouTube so you can catch what, the, what their Instagram handles are and Facebook handles are. Follow them look at the pictures, learn from them, um, get some information, get some products from them. Um, if you're in Gainesville, go get some ribs from them. If you're in Jersey, where um, which is where Carol is, but don't, even if you're not in Jersey, she ships, okay? And so does Siobhan with her trade. She can ship the stuff, okay? Worldwide. Uh, if you're in Fort Worth, Texas, which is where I am, 
look up newwineskinspromotions.net. Um, that's our website. But we, I know we, the pandemic happened, so we had to shut down a lot of our planned events, but we are still doing things. And so just look out for um, new things happening with new wineskins. If you have not already subscribed to the Naked and Persuaded channel, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You'll find us wherever podcasts are. We are an LLC, so y'all look us up. If you have events you have going on and you want, you need a little help, um, let us know. We'll be we'll be more than happy to help you out. Um, I appreciate you all for watching and for listening. And um, until the next time. This is your girl, Siobhan Ahala. Black Phoenix Fashions in the house. Y'all stay up, stay strong, stay healthy, stay well, and make sure that you do something better today that creates a greater tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to the Naked and Persuaded podcast. I'm your host, Chris Black Jasper, and I want to thank my guests today, Carol Black and Siobhan Carter. If you have not already, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast on all podcast platforms. And if you want to see the full episode, go to our YouTube channel at Naked and Persuaded. We'd love to hear your comments and your thoughts and just hear the feedback from you. Also, check out the links if you're interested in subscribing and donating to help keep this podcast going. Thank you so much for your support. You are awesome. You are loved and you are necessary. Bye.